Head coach John Cook, our student athletes are Bergen Riley, Lexi Rodriguez, and Merritt Beeson. We'll ask uh, that everyone refrains from taking video of the press conferences. Team videographers are exempted from that, but please do not use cell phones or do any recording. You can get the feed from the folks in the back. So we'll get started. Coach, we'll ask for your opening thoughts, please. Opening thoughts. Well, uh, this is uh, feels like a great environment. Tampa's a cool town. There's four great teams here. The people here have been awesome. I just I feel like every year the Final Four is getting is they're just doing a better job of making this a really special event. And so, you know, compliments to the NCAA and the people of Tampa here. Uh, this has been a first-class deal, and um, it seems like everybody's really excited that Nebraska's here, and, and uh, we feel it. We'll begin with questions, and again, we'll ask that you raise your hand to be called on so we can get a microphone in front of you for the people listening and viewing online. We'll go here, please. For all three of the players, and we'll start with Bergen and work our way down. It's a business trip, but how do you balance the fact that you're playing in the Final Four, dream come true, with still got to win two games? Yeah, I mean, especially days like today, we're really just taking all in the ex taking in the experience and just trying to have fun with it. But um, yeah, we came down here to get a national championship, so it's a hard balance, and we're working on that still. But today's been a lot of fun, and we're just trying to take it all in. I would agree with everything Bergen said, and I feel like with some of the big matches we've played this year, we've had a little bit of experience with just balancing the media part of it along with the business and getting the job done part of it. Um, we played in Memorial Stadium, which was had a lot of publicity and media around it, and I feel like they kind of prepared us for that match prepared us for to be down here in Tampa and to just take it all in, but also be prepared for the game. They pretty much covered it, but I would say for sure we're just making sure that we take it all in, make sure we're not taking any of it for granted and enjoying the experience. And then when it's time to lock in for practices and games, we'll lock in. But we definitely don't want to look back on this experience and regret not taking it all in. So that's been a key topic in amongst our team of just like making sure that we're enjoying the moment, being grateful for the opportunity to be here, and then we'll lock in when we need to be locked in as well. we'll go to the first row here, please. Yeah, if um, Coach Cook and Lexi maybe answer this, um, when you guys had obviously the big game at Memorial Stadium, that night you guys both talked about a special feeling about this team that early, August 30th. Um, what was it that you saw then and how has that played out for if both of you could answer that go ahead Lex <laughs> um I think this team from day one has been very special for multiple reasons but there's just so much passion for the sport of volleyball and for the people that we're playing with every single day and every single day when we were in the gym everyone just wanted to get better for each other and it's not something you can find in every team and i just feel like there hasn't been a single day a single practice or a single match where not everyone was just so excited to be playing volleyball with this team playing for nebraska and i just think that day in memorial stadium it kind of showed that and showed the team we are and how much we love playing together and Ever since then, I feel like it's just grown so much. 
You can go to this second row here, please. Yeah. Oh, I'm you sorry, want me, Coach. You want me to chime in here? Yep, absolutely. Sorry, Coach. I don't Coach. know why. But. Uh, I knew this group was special way before that. And uh, I want, you know, this is a great opportunity for me to give credit uh, to Merritt and Lexi being our captains because I think there has to be great leadership for a team to come together and feel comfortable and, and be themselves and, and set big goals and dreams. And uh, these guys have done, they were through a lengthy process selected as our captains and have done an amazing job of leading a, a, a very uh, age-wise young group. Playing-wise, we're experienced, but age-wise, we're young. And pretty much almost half our team's new from last year. So I just think it's a great credit to them building the uh, relationships that are needed to, to have a team that can get to this point and um, have the season that we've had. And so <clears throat> that's where a lot of, I think a lot of the credit goes. Okay, now we'll go there, please. All right, Daniel Gilman, six rotations. And, and Bergen, we talked earlier in the year about playing in non-volleyball arenas and, and you specifically as a setter. What was kind of your first impression and, and what's your opinion of Amelie and, and kind of how you fit in in that first practice? Yeah, we had a really good practice today. Um, it's a huge arena, obviously, so we're getting that depth perception down. But um, Coach said this was one of the best pre-Final Four practices he's ever seen. So we're, we're locked in. We got it all figured out. And um, yeah, just hoping to get better every day. Let me, let me follow up then. Coach, how often have you said that in your Final Fours? First time ever. <laughs> Seriously, no. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I could give you history lessons here and years. I mean, that, and I don't forget any of it. So, uh, um, but no, I, that's, you guys have brought up a great point. I mean, there's so much going on here and it's gotten more th every year. Uh, it, it is hard to stay focused and, uh, that w and why we're here. And, uh, but these guys had to get up this morning, get ready for all this, go to a morning practice. We don't practice in the mornings and, uh, you know, we're the first practice, and um, yeah, they came in and took care of business. But they've been doing it all year, so I, I was not surprised. And you know, sometimes they deserve a compliment. Okay, right here, Coach Cook. You mentioned at the outset, you know, the reception and and uh, being greeted here. I know you've done this several times in a lot of different cities. What what stood out to you last night about you know the reception and and just from what you can see, uh, what the how the players are going to be treated. What, what do you think about just the, the student athlete experience that's going to happen here beyond the matches? Yeah, I. What stood out to me was you can tell Tampa's put on events. They know what they're doing here. It's very organized. The the communication. The people. Hey, we're in charge. We're taking care of this. Just getting off our plane last night. I mean, there's a band. There's a, a club. Kids are there. Uh, starting there and it's just has been nonstop. And of course, in this arena and this, you know, um, our hotel is just, it's first class and you, you just get a feeling. And I've been to other places where, you know, maybe they haven't, you know, put on a Final Four before or something like that. But you can tell these, the people here are used to having great events and they're pretty fired up about it. And uh, that stood out to me right away. We can go to the back row here, please. Lee Feinstein from VolleyballMag.com. Merritt, you were a good player when you got to Nebraska, but I think you'd agree you're much better than you were. Were there any key things along the way, maybe 
coaching circumstances, things you did that made you improve so much? Yeah, I think since I've been at Nebraska, every area of my game has improved a ton. I think the biggest thing that's helped me is the relationships that I have with each of my coaches. And I think that's bled into the way that I'm able to play on the court. And so I know that I have a really good relationship with each of our coaches and all of our staff. And that helps me to be myself and play like me. But I think every single area of my great game has grown hitting, blocking, defense, serve, receive, especially serving. Every single day, coach is pushing us and all of the staff is pushing us. And I think I've been pushed in a lot of ways that I wasn't pushed in before. And that's increased my game in tons of ways. But I would say both physically, like volleyball skill wise, but also mentally and emotionally, I've been able to kind of develop into the player that I want to play like here. Go to Matt here, please. Hey, John, Matt Baker with the Tampa Bay Times. I know you've been asked about the game at Memorial Stadium a zillion times, but a lot of people in Tampa might not know about it. So what did that kind of mean for you, and what did it say about uh, the growth of this sport as a whole? Yeah, that's a really good question. I, I still don't know. If I, by the way, do you, do you know Tom Brady? <laughs> okay, good. Because I know some of our players cruise by his house and we're down here in, in the summer. So... Tampa Bay Times, I fear you might know him. But and Levante Davis, a Nebraska guy too. Great, great player. Yeah. Oh really? Oh yeah. Anyway, um, sorry I got sidetracked there, but I love Tampa Bay football. So okay. The stadium match. Um, it's still hard to put into words what that happened that night. I mean, it was almost uh, mystical in a way, and nobody ever expected that would happen. And it, I, but I think it was a defining moment for women's sports, very comparable in 1999 when women's soccer won uh, you know, that great soccer match. I just think it has elevated the sport of women's volleyball. It's created an interest, and uh, it's been a, not just in Nebraska. It's been across the country. And so I think it was a defining moment in the history of women's sports. The fact that it took place in Lincoln, Nebraska, still probably people can't believe it, but I just see everywhere we go, um, people just want to be around our team. They want pictures, uh, autographs, those things. I, I've never seen it like that before in all my years at Nebraska, and, and I just think this is a, it was a magical moment that people still have not forgotten about. Go on the aisle here, please. Uh, Brett Wagner from the Lincoln Journal. Uh, John, after that elite match, elite eight match, you said you were kind of in shock. I guess now that you've had time to reflect, what what feels significant about the season that you've had to to get to the final four? Well, the the you know the hardest match to win is that regional final, and and I've always believed that there's just there's a lot of pressure. There's you're so close to this unbelievable goal of going to the final four, um, but. Uh, you know, this, this group has really blossomed and played their best in the biggest moments and in the biggest points. And, you know, it's not anything we're doing different. It's just, it's just the belief in the, in the relationships that they have and the trust that they have. And, and uh, you know, it's a group of people all working together to try to get it done. And, and they're very competitive. And so, I, like I said, like Lexi told me the stadium night, you know, just try to soak it all in, coach. So I'm just trying to soak it all in. Go in the back row to Joey. 
Coach, those of us from the state of Florida have known for decades, really, through bowl games with, with the state teams playing Nebraska, what, what this is like, the fans and, and the, the, uh, the following that you have. And now, you know, it's, it's in volleyball as well. What is it about Nebraska? What is it about this fan base? What is it about the pride of everybody that's involved? And if I could ask Lexi to chime in too, her reaction to just yeah. the, the following that you have. The way I've always answered that is, you know, we have no pro sports really in Nebraska. And uh, of course, Coach Pettit decided to build off of Nebraska football at the time. They were having a lot of success. And so having matches after football games, because the Coliseum where we used to play used to be right next to the football stadium. So all of a sudden, this football and volleyball kind of became synonymous, you know, together. Uh, in Nebraska. And then I, in 2001, we said, we're going to get a sellout streak going in volleyball. We sold out every match since 2001 because football had this thing I kept hearing about. So like, well, why can't we do it? And, um, and I think Nebraska's had some great small town. Jordan Larson's here from Hupper, Nebraska. It's a one stoplight town. And, you know, she's now considered maybe the greatest player in the history of, of, of volleyball in this country, female. So there's just been a lot of things that have happened and great stories that have built this relationship. And I think the other thing that we do, um, you know, the, the players, people want to be around these players. And, and we do things like we went to Central City, Nebraska last year and played a spring match. Well, that's to them, Central City, that's like a Super Bowl for them. It's like a Final Four for Tampa here. And even though it's a small little town, but we do that every year to help build this connection with uh, the state of Nebraska. And Lexi, you got? Um, I think you pretty much hit it all. What's it like as a player to have that? Not every team has that. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. And we're super grateful for all of Husker Nation. They show up no matter where we are. Um, they're going to be here in Tampa, and they always support us and help us when we're at home games. And it's just awesome. And I think like coach said, we always get opportunities to kind of interact and give back to them. And I think that's something that they really enjoy. And that's something special that they'll remember. And it kind of allows them to just be so supportive of us every single year. We'll go to the back row on the aisle, please. John, do you have an uncanny record this year with challenges it's just amazing can you talk about that and how that's unfolded and how you've always I mean except for very few instances not been right and then I got to follow for that yeah well the, the Purdue was the I think is a world record for challenges I think we went nine in a row or something but uh, it's Jalen Jalen's back there the guy's got a Hawkeye system in his brain and eyes he sees everything uh, so I just listen to them, and then I, the the one player I trust is Merritt. Merritt's always right, and I always look to Merritt. Merritt. So Jalen and Merritt are the ones that get the credit, not me. I just I just pick up the green card. Conversely, though, during all those challenges, there's a couple of weeks of your life you can't get back because of how long they take. Yeah. How do you address that? What do we have to do in the sport? Well. Um, we need to go to the same video systems that football and basketball have in international volleyball, which would be the Hawkeye. Of course, that's going to be an investment, but 
those setups uh, take care of it. It's instant, instant, as you see internationally. And I, I think, you know, there's one message that has to come out of college volleyball right now is we've got to speed the game up. We can't have these three and a half hour matches, you know, like the other night uh, out Stanford. And so we've got to speed it up. We've got to get rid of timeouts, go to the, what's international is doing. International volleyball now is moving really quickly. And part of it is if there's a, and there's all kinds of, I mean, some of those, they don't even have lines people anymore. They just go on the camera system. So it's, that ref looks great. It's in or out, go, here we go. So I think that's the next evolution. Now there's gonna to have to be a financial commitment to that. Um, we actually tried to buy a Hawkeye system uh, when the USA team came to Omaha, they were gonna sell it to us, but uh, Big Ten said no, because they didn't want us having something different than everybody else. Let's go to the first row here, please. Abby, Abby Schnabel, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Coach, you've played Pitt on this stage before two years ago. Um, obviously a different team now. So what challenges does this team pose to you guys? Well, uh, are you a Pittsburgh Steelers fan? I am not. Okay. Okay. All right. Pittsburgh's had some great football teams. So, but um, their volleyball team is very athletic. They're, we're very well coached. This is their third Final Four in a row. So obviously Coach Fisher's figured out a way to get that team there. They, they've rebuilt through the transfer portal. Uh, he's got two fabulous freshmen and uh, he's been able to recruit the whole country and they're playing at a really high level. Statistically, they're one of the top teams in all, all categories. It's not just one or two, it's, they're up there everywhere. So um, they've done a great job and it's gonna be a great challenge. Stay here on the corner, please. Uh, John, with, when you played Arkansas, you said it took you a while to adjust to what they were doing offensively. With Pittsburgh, is there anything that it'll take, you think it'll take you a while to adjust to that you can't know until you see it live? Um, you know, maybe their physicality, but you know, we're, 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 we've seen a lot of that. Obviously, Arkansas wasn't that physical, so they played a different style. You know, Pittsburgh's playing a system like we're playing, and they, they, they're going to hit the ball hard, and they're physical. So... Um, so I don't think it's any different. It's just uh, they're, uh, you know, they're playing at a really high level. Let's go to the first row here, please. Uh, Dominic Campbell, Pittsburgh Sports Now. Merritt, you played under Dan Fisher and also with Rachel Fairbanks at the U.S. Pan Am uh, Gold Cup back in 2022 and then also played against them in Wisconsin for Florida. I mean, what does it mean to be playing against Dan and Rachel again and how – what was the experience like playing with them back in uh, back last June? Yeah, I I loved playing for Coach Dan. He was one of the few coaches that I like could instantly click with in a very short amount of time. That was really really cool. He was very good about building relationships and being very personable, even in a very short amount of time. And that stood out a lot about him. And he pushed us, and I I loved playing for him and. Rachel is, she's one of a kind. She's hilarious and a great person. And I absolutely loved playing with her. They're both great people. And Rachel's obviously a great setter. And so I'm excited to see them again and to be able to play them um, and kind of get another rematch like last year and kind of have another chance at that. But like coach said, they're a great team. They're going to challenge us and they're going to push us. And we have to be ready for that. And I think it'll be a really, really good match. We are very similar in a lot of ways in the style of how we play. So I think it'll be a very fun match. We can stay in that row right next door, please. Yeah, um, 
uh, I have a question for Coach Cook and Coach Bergen could answer as well. Coach, are freshmen more prepared than ever to play at, at the college level? If so, why? And Bergen, if you can talk about just being prepared to step in the role that you've stepped into as a freshman. Good question. Bergen, what do you think? I mean, I, I mean, I think that we're all very ready for this. All five freshmen have been working since January, since day one, to get to this point. And every single day we've come in and we've worked our butts off to get here. And so we're prepared. We've had a lot of learning to do, obviously. And so we've had to lean on some of the older girls. But um, yeah, we're prepared. We're ready. And we've had a lot of big moments behind us this season, too. And so this is another big game. And we're excited for it. And we're just ready to go get after it. I think to answer your question, you're talking about just freshmen in general. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying, if you could kind of put in that perspective, yeah. almost historically, if they're more prepared or better. Yeah, I'll, they, they are definitely more prepared to play high level volleyball because the club system has gotten so good across the country. So it doesn't matter. I mean, Bergen's from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And uh, I remember her club coach who started a club program up there. I'm going to say it was. I mean, Bergen was probably in about third grade, and I went up there and helped him do his first clinic. And now he's built this club program that can produce a player like her. Uh, Lexi's from a small town on the Iowa-Illinois border. Uh, uh, Merritt's somewhere in Alabama, I don't know. <laughs> but I think the club programs, I mean, you go watch club volleyball now. There's not just one or two teams that are dominating. I mean, there is great teams all across the country, and I think that's really helped prepare them uh, to go to transition to college. So yes, it's that's where I would give it the credit. Let's go to the back row there, please. Jacob Adele with Herd at Sports. For any of the players, as you kind of look back on your journey to get to this point, are there any matches, moments along the way that stand out as particularly significant or memorable that helped you get to this point? I think there's two that stand out for me. I would say the Stanford match was a really big test for us. And I think that match kind of showed us a lot about who we are as a team. And I think after that match, we were all just kind of like, oh, like we are really good, you know? And so I think that was a very, very big telling factor for us. And then I also think the Penn State match was huge for us being down 0-2 and figuring out a way to rally and in a very, very tough environment. And that was an environment that most of us had never played in before. So I think that match also taught us a lot about ourselves and how we were going to be as a team. So for me, those two would be the biggest. Go here, please. Leo Haggerty, Amped Up Sports. Coach Cook, a small two-part question. Since your only loss, you haven't even been pushed to five games. Are you peaking now? And the second part, not having the pressure of being undefeated. Does that help? You know, we, we have two sayings to answer your question. One, the game has no memory. So we're not worried about what happened, whether we went five yesterday's in the history books. And I think the other thing is that this team's done a great job of focusing on is that we're just worried about winning the next point. 
So we don't care about records. We don't care about that. We're just, and they've done an amazing job of that. We've put those systems in place, and they, they've really committed to it. So we don't worry about any of that stuff. Go over here, please. Uh, Lexi, that, that arrival last night, I guess, kind of step by step from when you get off the airplane, what all did you see and experience, and, and what, what did that feel like? Um, yeah, I think as soon as we landed and they were pulling the plane around, we saw like a big group of people and we we're all kind of like, oh my gosh, is that for us? And then they let us off and there's like a line of people. They were giving us waters and beads and sunglasses and everything and just really welcoming us into Tampa. And then they kind of gave us a little, they introduced us, let us take some pictures and it was just super it was a super warm welcome, and I think it was it kind of set us into what this was going to be like and how much media there is, but also how much support we're going to get. And it was pretty special to get that as soon as we landed. To the back row there, please. Uh, Andy Kenny from KETV, ABC Omaha. Uh, Coach, um, obviously you got bigger fish to fry with Pittsburgh, but if you had to venture a guess with all these Husker fans going to be here, who are they going to root for in the late match? You got Wisconsin and you have Texas. Um, I'm just going to be, uh, you know, I think what will happen is all the fans are going to stay, watch both matches, doesn't matter who they're rooting for. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, that was one of the cool things about our regional, you know, that uh, people stayed to watch the, the next match. And I was surprised how many people were there. So again, I think volleyball fans are just going to be, be in store for two great matches. We'll go start on the corner here, please. Coach, looking at opponent's defense hitting percentage, you're number one in the country. Pitt is number two in the country. So it's the top two defenses against each other tomorrow. Um, so two-part question, can you just talk a little bit about your defense? What makes it so good? And then what have you noticed about Pitt's defense? And how do you hope to attack that offensively? Uh, I just think uh, both teams have made a commitment to be in. That's going to be a strength of theirs. Uh, both teams are really well coached, really well prepared, and um, you know the they're disciplined teams. So you know, defense. A lot of it is uh, you know being prepared and having a great mindset of what we want to do. And uh, obviously, both teams have, are at the top of the country in that. Get to the other end there, please. Which means probably both teams will hit 400 tomorrow night. <laughs> I, I don't know whether to hate myself, but I'd hate myself if I don't ask this question. Have you set up a situation so that Bud can watch? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. You know, I'll answer that by uh, Bud wants to see a crocodile. We haven't seen one yet, so that's what I've been looking for. We got water right outside our hotel, but I've been looking for the crocs out there. Or alligators, sorry. Sorry, there you go. Now I'm, now I'm really a Flor Floridian. My roping buddies will be watching, though. I can tell you that. I'll go to the back row there, and this will be our final question for Coach and the athletes. So Bergen, uh, Nebraska's last two final four setters are on your coaching staff. What, what have uh, Kelly and Nick one meant to you and ha how have they helped you kind of round out your game? Yeah, they've been huge for me coming in as a freshman and taking over the offense. Um, just having their experience behind me has just been huge and given me a lot of confidence and knowing that they have belief and trust in me has just helped me to have trust in myself. And so 
they're two amazing setters and they're two amazing coaches. And so that's just helped me immensely throughout the season. Coach, thank you. Ladies, thank you. Good luck this weekend. Okay? Thank you. Thank you.